Welcome to the Renew Life Church podcast. No matter what situation we find ourselves facing, we know that God wants to speak clearly to us. So wherever you're listening from today, we want to thank you for being here. Grab a cup of coffee and join us as we tune in to our Sunday conversation. What's up, everybody? Y'all doing good? Man, it is easy to come up and preach after uh, what just happened in that tank and worship, man. It's just been a, uh, it's already been a powerful Sunday, so if I blow the message, oh well, we all are good, right? Or we're okay. Um, I'll try not to do that. Um, but welcome, welcome to church. We're glad that you're here tonight, and I'm, I'm really, really excited to, to share this message with you. Um, I believe uh, I, I, this is something that I've walked through. This is something that I've, I've been through in my own life. I've received this kind of this kind of revelation and seen it work in my life. And, and so, uh, so I, I'm just believing even right now, you're going to leave better than you came in. You believe that? You're going to leave with something that you didn't have. You're going you're gonna to leave with, with something that can literally actually help you. I hope, I, did y'all come to church to get help? I, I, that's why I always came to church. I always got like, Jesus, I need, I need some help. I, I am messed up. Come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, no, don't say that. Don't look at your neighbor. Don't tell them they're messed up. Don't do that. Why don't you go ahead and take out your Bible, and we're going to jump off right into Luke chapter 16. We're reading in verses 10 and 10 through 12. Um, this, this scripture is something that you can probably quote yourself. It's kind of one of those refrigerator scriptures. It's kind of one of those scriptures you like to, to, to preach about and, and say to your friends. Luke chapter 16 says this, if you are faithful, come on, say faithful. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. Let me read that again. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with things of your own? Luke kind of kind of kicks us in the teeth with this little little scripture, doesn't he? He kind of just puts it all out there for us to see and, and to hear. Um, this one's pretty straightforward. Luke is telling us in his gospel that if you are faithful with little things, God will actually trust you with more. If you are faithful and, and you handle your worldly riches, won't you inherit true riches in heaven? In other words, there's this system called the kingdom of God that works a certain way. You know, I woke up um, earlier this week as I've been, been praying and asking God what he wanted to share on this Sunday. And as I woke up, I heard him say this phrase, little wins lead to big wins. Little wins lead to big wins. You know what we all, what we all want in our life? You know what we all usually talk about? We all, we all usually talk about the big wins, Right? when we experience that big win in our life, when we watch people on TV and we see their big win, when we get on Facebook and all we see are people's big wins, we kind of live in a culture of big wins, don't we? And what we tend to forget as believers, what we tend to forget as people is that people don't get those big wins without first having little wins. That it's actually little wins that lead to big wins. How many of you have ever needed a win in your life before? Anybody ever needed a win? 
You all, I can tell you, every single person should raise your hand because you're alive in 2020, and you all need. I know, I know the 2020 jokes are getting old, but it's real, right? It's like, have you ever been in that, in that time in your life where just things are just, it's one negative thing after the other? This doesn't work out, and then this doesn't work out, and, and it goes, we have phrases like, oh, it went from bad to worse. Anybody ever had their parents say, well, well you know, when it rains, it pours. It's because we've actually experienced a, a principle in life. There's this thing called momentum that I want to talk to you about tonight. Whether it be positive or negative, it's something that we, we all experience. Before we go, kind of go any further, though, um, I kind of want to establish this foundation tonight. If little wins lead to big wins, first of all, we have to grab hold of the truth that God wants us to win. Did you know tonight that God wants you to win? That he desires you to win? That he desires you to conquer life? That he desires you to win against anxiety, to win against fear, to win against your kids? In all areas of your life, he has created. He's created us to win. You say, yeah, but, 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 but Keith, there's, there's trials that we go through and there's, there's these hard times. Yeah, I know, but guess what? They don't last forever because we're actually supposed to come out a winner. You know, I got a real big problem with losing. It's a problem. Like, I need deliverance. Sometimes like I'm confessing to y'all right now. I hate to lose. I hate losing more than I like winning. Let me say that again. Did y'all get that? I like hate losing more than I like to win. But if I can make an excuse for myself tonight, I believe that's all God. <laughs> he, doesn't, he did not create you to be a loser. Are you hearing me? He did not create you to lose. He did not create you to get overtaken by the things of this world. No, we have all power and dominion in Jesus who is the overcomer. He created you to win. And before we go any further tonight, if you don't believe that, you won't really grab, grab hold of the rest of the message. He wants you to win. Would you look at your neighbor tonight and say, you're a winner? Okay, look at your other one so they don't feel like a loser. Tell your other neighbor, <laughs> you're a winner too. Don't worry. You are. <clears throat> you're a winner too. So, since God, since he created us to win, since he didn't create us to lose, since we were created to actually win in this life, I want to let you know that when things aren't going your way, when things, when it's negative thing after negative thing, when it's pouring in your life, I've got really, really good news for you. You actually can do something about it. You actually have been given the ability and the power to do something about the negative momentum that might happen to you in your life. And so tonight, I want to I title the message, Win Little. Win Little. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for what you've already done tonight. We say, um, as, we, as we dive into your word, we, we, we ask you, Holy Spirit, would you speak? Holy Spirit, you are the best leader. You are the best guider. You are the best counselor. And so we yield to you, I yield to you in this service.
And we say, come and have your way. Reveal truth, reveal wisdom. I release revelation even now in Jesus' name. We say to you, we have humble hearts. We have good soil for this word to land on. And we will not just be hearers of the word, but tonight we declare we will be doers. We'll be doers of what we hear tonight. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. If you agree, say amen. 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 How many of you have ever been exposed to positive momentum in your life? Anybody ever had some positive momentum? Maybe maybe you've, if you've been married for, for some time, maybe you've caught some positive momentum in your marriage or you've caught some positive momentum in your business or in your finances or or, or you got you caught some positive momentum in your parenting your kids are actually obeying you things are good and it lasts for more than 30 seconds like positive momentum anybody, anybody has some positive momentum raise your hand <clears throat> there's probably more hands that are going to go up with this next question how many of you have ever experienced negative momentum anybody we've all kind of experienced negative momentum where things like what I've already talked about, it just kind of goes from bad to worse. Negative thing after negative thing. You know, I don't know if you've ever thought about this or had this thought before, but did you know that, that the, the, the momentum that you're experiencing in life actually plays a role in how, how much you enjoy your life? If you've got things, if things are going good and this is positive and you're like, man, things are great. You come to church, you're like, man, how are you, man? Things are amazing. See, there's, there's, this, there's this principle in, in life. I've, I've seen it over time. Momentum is a real thing. I, I think uh, if, there's, if there's a, the best example that I can think of of momentum is playing sports or watching sports. And some of you ladies are like, here he goes with his, another sports analogy. I'm like, Yep, here I go. I asked the Lord for something else. You can blame it on him. He didn't give me anything else, okay? There's no, there's no greater picture of momentum, though, in sports. Every single sport, it is a game of momentum. You want the momentum on your side. Sometimes it doesn't matter how good your players are, how good the coach is. It actually has to do more with the momentum that's happening in the game than anything else. And one of the sports, this is just my own opinion. Y'all can argue with me after the service. But I think if there's one sport that is a sport of momentum, it's basketball. Basketball is a, it's a sport of momentum. If you watch it, you got the, you got the streaky shooter. You got the good offense. Things are going good. Real, real positive momentum. I remember, uh, for those of you who don't know, Natalie was a teacher and a coach for many years. And when we were living in St. Louis, she was volunteer coaching. And she was an assistant coach. And, and let me just tell y'all, just, y'all, y'all just need to know that, know this. Growing up in Texas sports, you are blessed and highly favored. Did you know that? You, come on, someone say amen. Because you don't realize, M- Missouri doesn't even barely know what a basketball is, all right? They, they like, every, in other places, I'm just telling you, it is not the same. And I remember going to s- some basketball games, and I would literally be like one of five people at the game. It was just nobody would come and watch. And I remember we were at this one game, and Natalie was the assistant coach. And um, the team was, was, I'll just say it, they were horrible. They were horrible, all right? They, they, they ne- positive momentum, they didn't even know what that was, right? They never, they never, they could barely ever win a game. And we were at this one game, and they were actually up. They were up by like six or eight points. And there was like less than uh, a minute and a half left. And the clock was ticking down. And so the other team, you know what they did? They pressed. 
Do I need to explain pressing or y'all get it? No, because you grow up in Texas. I told you, you're blessed and highly favored. You know what I'm saying? And so they begin to press and try and turn the ball over. Well, Natalie's girls, um, they just begin to lose their mind. I don't know if you ever watched freshman girls basketball, but they got, they got pressed and they lost their mind, all right? They, they turned the ball over, stole, re, uh, re, uh, uh, layup, boom, they're, they're catching up. They, they throw the ball back in, turn it over again, layup. It's, they're within like four points. Turn it over again, layup. Now they're within two points. And I'm just telling you, these, these girls, they, they don't know where they're at, okay? They are, they're, they're, they're just freaking out on the court, dribbling, just it's like, you don't, you don't dribble like that, all right? And then, and then they're looking for people to pass to, and it's like, it's, there's all the people in the court, and it's like they're the only person just, they, they can't find, I mean, they don't know what's going on. And I'm, and I'm y'all, y'all know me, some of y'all know me, I'm trying, I'm trying not to get kicked out of the gym, okay? I, I'm trying, I'm trying my best just to be a good old Christian boy, you know? I'm like, but I know what needs to happen. There's too much negative momentum in the game. And what happens when, when there's negative momentum? The coach needs to call a timeout. And so I'm like, timeout, timeout. And the whole time they're just freaking out on the court. I'm like, timeout. I'm just, I'm trying to get Natalie in here. Timeout, timeout, timeout. I'm literally up, standing up, just screaming my head off. Never called a timeout, lost the game. <laughs> you lost the game. Yes, you did. You lost the game. I asked you about this before. I promise you they lost the game. <laughs> she doesn't remember because when negative momentum happens, you got to cut that out of your brain. and You got to forget. You got to renew your mind to the truth. Well, that ain't the truth, okay? They lost the game. And uh, <laughs> you're hidden in Christ. Okay, well, it sounds like it, okay. Uh, there was all this craziness going on. I was reminded, I was reminded of that story because, you know, I, I, think a, I think it's a great example of what we are called to do as believers. That when things are not going our way, when, when there's negative momentum in our life, when it's turnover after turnover, when we're freaking out, when life is just completely crazy, and I'm not going to do my whole spill again, but when you're doing that in your head and in your life, we forget that we actually have the power to call a timeout. We forget that we actually have the ability to say, stop, enough is enough. Devil, you can't have my life. You can't have my thoughts. You can't have my feelings. You can't continue to hurt my kids. You can't continue to touch my finances. You can't continue to fill me with fear. And we, we, we have the ability and the power to say, stop. Enough is enough. We've, we've grown up in a culture, and, and, and maybe this has happened just because we've heard so many of those phrases but we've actually accepted the fact, hear me, I'm gonna say that life just happens. Or here's another one, that's just the way it is. Excuse my language, that's a bunch of crap. That's not true. Jesus was in the boat with the disciples 
And they were experiencing negative thing after negative thing. It was the wind, and then it was the waves crashing in, and then they thought they were going to drown. And what happens? They wake up Jesus, and you know what he does? He shifts the negative momentum. He stops it. And he says, yep, I've had enough. Peace be still. And this is how I know that we're called to do the same thing. Jesus looked at his disciples and pretty much said, why didn't you speak to the storm? Why didn't you do it? Oh, you of little faith. In other words, did you not know? You not know that you have the power to actually stop it? I remember I was, this was 10 years ago and I, uh, we were just experiencing some negative momentum in our life. In particular, with a certain vehicle. Anybody ever had some negative momentum with a vehicle? And, and it was just, it started to spread in other areas of my life. I had to take it in, get it fixed. It wouldn't, wouldn't run very good. I had to spend this $1,000 here, $1,000 there. And then one day, my son actually got, I think I told this story to you before, my son got trapped in the car. <clears throat> it was like 100 degrees outside and we, the keys were in the car. We could not get in. We called the the Popolock, whatever, is that what they're called? Whatever they're called, the, the people who were supposed to get it open couldn't get it open. Long story short, the police actually had to come, bust out the passenger side window. I still couldn't get it open. I had to climb in the window. Thank goodness I wasn't wearing skinny jeans. Climbed in the window and uh, I would have ripped them bad boys if that would have happened. And uh, had to like go in and actually grab him and get him out. And it was just like these, these things in my life where I was like, Negative, 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 not heaven on earth, not heaven on earth, not heaven on earth, not the kingdom, not the kingdom, not the kingdom. And I remember my pastor finally just, he said, he, he was pretty much teaching this. And I did something very, very simple to stop the negative momentum in my life. I simply said the words, in Jesus' name, I command you to stop. Devil, I bind you from my life. I bind you from your influence. I cast down every plan, every strategy that you have for my kids, for my family. Lord, I, I, dec- I thank you that I'm a tither. And because I'm a tither, your word says that you would rebuke the devourer for my sake, that you would not let him touch my finances. And I begin to declare the promises of God and not just accept that when it rains, it pours. No. You see, we have the ability. If you're experiencing right now, right now, you're experiencing some negative momentum, it's time for you to call a timeout. It's time for you to stand up and speak. Come on, but you're gonna have, that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to speak. You're going to have to say things out of your mouth. You're going to have to declare the truth instead of the lie. You're going to have to declare what you want instead of what you're getting. Stop the negative momentum. I remember just recently, um, you know, we, we moved to Lubbock and our kids started new schools and, and, um, and, and Jackson, he, he started the fourth grade and all new kids and, and he just, from, from the moment he went into that school, he just began to butt heads with people. And I'll just be honest, 50 to 100% may have been his fault. <laughs> Somewhere in there. 
he just began to butt heads with different kids. Truth be told, he was just standing up for what he thought was right. He was standing up for righteousness. Kids were doing things they shouldn't have been doing, and he just would call them out. He's like, I'm proud of you, son, but probably not going to win that many people over to Jesus doing it that way, okay? We got, got to work on the evangelism thing with him. But, <clears throat> you know, when, you're, when your kids are struggling as a parent, you're struggling. And me and Natalie just kept talking about it, and we didn't know what to do. And <clears throat> since I dogged on her earlier, I can't remember whose idea it was. Probably Natalie's. She had a great idea. <laughs> One day we were just having dinner, just talking about it, and we told Jackson, we said, hey, I know, they're not the only ones to blame. You've had a part of this. So tomorrow, uh, when you go to school, I want you to apologize to three people you've, got, you've butted heads with. I just want you to go in and apologize. And he went the next day and he went up and he apologized to three different kids. And let me tell you, you know what happened? A shift happened. And it went out of negative momentum and into positive momentum. It went out of evil, <laughs> negative momentum and, and jumped right over into godly momentum. Things began to work out. He actually would come home and not have a fight with somebody at school. He actually enjoyed going a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it, it actually shifted from the negative. See, God is so good, he'll give you wisdom to shift from the negative to the positive. God is so good, he'll give you strategy to stop that negative thing in your life. I'm telling you, this will help you. You're going through it today. <laughs> God wants us to win. And he wants us to experience positive momentum. <clears throat> kind of digress to our, our scripture tonight. But not only does it's kind of a two-part message. Not only does God want us uh, to, to be aware and, and let us know we have the ability to shift negative momentum, but he also wants us to understand there's a way to create positive momentum in our life. There's actually a, a strategy he's given us to create godly momentum, spirit-led momentum in our life. And you know what that momentum, you know, you know what the, the strategy, the wisdom to create positive momentum sounds like? It sounds like this. If you're faithful with the little things, he'll trust you with much. If you're faithful with the little, he knows that you will be faithful with the big things. In other words, if you can win little, you'll start to win big. Never seen this before until this week. Do you, can you see the momentum in the scripture? Oh, I start to win little, and I start to win little, and I start to win little, and all of a sudden I start, oh, that's a, that was a, that was a schmedium win right there. Did you, did you see that? I see that? And that, <laughs> any, any schmedium shirts in the, in the, okay, no, don't, don't raise your hand. Uh, oh, oh, that's a little bit bigger win. That's a little bit bigger win. And before you know it, you just begin to, 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 to win little here, win little here, win little here. And, and all of a sudden, you realize that you're winning big in your life. You're actually winning big. You run into circumstances and situations with people, and they need godly wisdom 
to, to come in and help them in their life. Oh, but when, you, when you've been winning little and winning little, you know what happens? All of a sudden, there's a well that is full. There is a, a cup uh, within you that is full of the power of God, of the faith of God, of the, of, of the, of the Holy Spirit. And, and it's just like you can't help but open your mouth and wisdom come out. You can't help but open your mouth and help come out to that person. You don't have to strive. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to put your pail down in the well and get the little bit of the couple of inches that are left in the bottom to give to somebody else. No, but because you've been winning little, you actually have this positive momentum. Are y'all understanding this tonight? You have this positive momentum in your life and it's actually creating things in your own life and helping those around you. This is what Paul was talking about in Luke chapter 16. I want to read it again. He said, if you're faithful in the little things, you will be faithful in the large ones. If you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. Let me flip that to the positive. If you are honest with little things, you'll be honest with greater responsibilities. Look at the momentum that you can create in your life. Just in integrity, just in, in honor, uh, honoring other people, in your finances, in your wealth. This is, this is the life that we were created to live. Tonight, if you're, if you're here and you would say, uh, I've, I've just been experiencing negative momentum in my life. It's always been this way. It's one thing after another. It's always one thing after another. Let me, let me just, let me say it, let me say it a different way. If your life is always drama, something's wrong. Not something's wrong with you. Are you hearing me? I'm not saying something's wrong with you. You've been made as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But something is not right. Because when I read my Bible, that's not kingdom. I also have better news. Jesus healed a woman who experienced negative momentum for 14 years in her life. She suffered with an issue of blood for 14 years. And all it took was for one moment for Jesus to walk by and say, enough. All it took was for one moment where the answer walked by, the solution walked by, and she reaches out with faith and touches the hem of his garment and is completely healed in that moment. It was a suddenly. It's not too late. You've been dealing with panic attacks and fear and anxiety your whole life. Hear me, it's not too late. God is, I want you to know God's saying that to you tonight. It's not too late. You know what happened tonight during worship and baptism? This building will never be the same after what just happened. I promise you. Every time you walk in here, it will feel different because of what happened tonight. I felt it there was a shift in the spirit. We've never gone to places in worship like we went in these four songs tonight. 
not even in the old, good old coal theater. We went somewhere new tonight. My Bible, my Bible says we go from glory to glory. It says we go from faith to faith. <clears throat> Those of you who got baptized, whoo, you want to talk about some positive momentum you just created. You just created a wave of positive momentum in your life. <clears throat> love what Cody preached two weeks ago. He preached the power of a testimony. You know what testimony is there for? It's to create godly momentum in our life. It's to say, well, if God can do it for him, I'm way better looking than him. Surely he'll do it for me. (laughs) Never use that joke with women, okay? That would be bad. I'm just talking to myself right now. Got that? Check. Okay. I'll give you just four. This is not an exhaustive list, and then we'll pray. Here's Here's how you win little. Here's four things you can do to create positive momentum in your life. You ready? Number one, it's crazy. This is really, really deep. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Every day. Read it every day. Why? Because you want to gotta get that little win, little win, little win, little win. Number two, spend 15 minutes of intentional time with the Lord every day. I can, I've seen it in my own life. I know when I'm not, and I know when I am. I can tell when I have been, and I can tell when I have not been. This is for the married people. Number three, do something nice for your spouse. Do something nice. I just saw a wife look right at her husband. That was awesome. Did you hear that, honey? If you hadn't heard anything else all day, remember that. I won't look back at you, so don't worry. Okay. This is just another one, a random one. Don't engage in that gossip at work. Just don't engage. We could go on and on for days of just little wins, little wins, little wins. Thanks for tuning in today. You can stay connected with Renew Life Church by following us on Facebook or Instagram or by visiting our website at www.renewlifechurch.com. We love you and hope you feel encouraged from this message today.